The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, reporting live from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Texas. Unfortunately, this week, I regret to inform you that my good friend and mentor, Steve Adams, will not be joining me. Steve, hope everything's going all all right. Look forward to have you back on sometime soon. We sure miss you, buddy. Unfortunately, due to Steve's absence, this week there will be no recap of last weekend's Premier League and uh, today's uh, Match 3 of the Champions League. The reason why I'm not going to be able to recap that on my own is because, for those of you who listen to the show, I'm sure that you guys love the chemistry that Steve and I have. And personally, I feel that if Steve is not here, the recaps are not going to be interesting they're not going to be unique, and most importantly, they're not going to be done right. Because Steve's intelligence, Steve's charisma, everything, it's gold, guys. I can't do a great show without Steve. So without Steve, unfortunately, if I re- if I were to recap last weekend's Premier League uh, match and uh, this week's uh, Champions League matches, well, it would just be boring for myself. But not to worry, folks, because I still have a show for you. And this subject of today's show is actually because of Steve, believe it or not. Because this week he showed me a column that he wrote on his uh, on his own about Sir Alex Ferguson. And based on what I read from Steve's work, it gave me an idea of my own to write my own article about Sir Alex Ferguson. Because I'd like to remind everybody that I am in fact a sports writer and that soccer is my favorite sport to talk about. Steve has really educated me a lot on soccer, and in this one, he's really educated me even more. So he's writing a little. He wrote a little piece about Sir Alex Ferguson, and we all know about how Sir Alex was in charge of Manchester United from 1986 to 2013. 38 trophies total, including the two Champions League titles, 13 English Premier League titles, five FA Cups, just a lot of stuff. And obviously, he's considered by considered to be the most successful manager in the history of the game. A lot of people might argue that, say, no, that is so not true. But you know what? Everybody may have their opinion on Sir Alex Ferguson, but there is no denying that the man's a legend, he is a success, and he has really been such an important figure on the sport. He has made a hell of an impact. 
Well, to say that he's made an impact, ladies and gentlemen, that would be nothing but a major understatement. So what did I learn from Steve from his column? Well, I know that before he went to Manchester United, he did, in fact, manage a club uh, in Scotland, in his home uh, homeland of Scotland, the Aberdeen Football Club. Well, Steve really enlightened me about a magical run that the club had in the 1982-83 European Cup. The quarterfinals, you know, according to Steve, knocked out Bayern Munich 3-2 on aggregate. Wow. And in the final, they beat Real Madrid 2-1. Wow. You know, Steve, I know that you're listening to this. I, I, I gotta tell you, me being a huge admirer of Sir Alex Ferguson, I honestly, <laughs> before reading all this, I really was not qualified to be considered such an admirer of the legend because to be the a, a true admirer, you really have to know everything about his career. And the truth is, all I know about Sir Alex is from his time at Manchester United. And there's something I did not know, which I'm, I'm going to get to as I wrap up what I learned from Steve was that I I was aware. I mean, I, I knew that he did coach at Aberdeen since you, you've told me about it. I just was not admit, I was just unaware of that brilliant run that you talked about in your column. So, Steve, I want to thank you so much for telling me that. It was great to know, and I look forward to learning more in the future. I'm sure the audience here is looking forward to learning from you in the future. So, because I read what Steve wrote... And inspired me to research and learn more about Sir Alex Ferguson. Well, I did. So I was reading about it and I stumbled into something that really, really shocked me because I did not know this. Ladies and gentlemen, I had absolutely no idea that during the 1986 World Cup in Mexico, Sir Alex Ferguson was the manager for the Scottish national team. Ladies and gentlemen, I, this is no exaggeration. I kid you not, I had no idea, no idea that the man managed the national team of his home country. Now, from the story, as we know, it was during that time he was still, I believe, coaching uh, the Aberdeen club. But during the 1986, during Scotland's um, World Cup qualifying campaign, which took place in 1985, Sir Alex Ferguson was the assistant to manager Jock Stein. Hope I'm pronouncing that It's Steen side, but I know everybody knows what I'm talking about. He was the assistant manager, okay? Now, as we know, Spain was also in that group as, as well, as, as well as Wales, okay? Now, we get to the final game between Scotland and Wales, okay? Now, Scotland has to win this game in order to advance to the playoff, okay? Now... Scotland, I uh, had already. I'm not sure. I forgot if they uh, who won the first one. It was must have been Wales, but actually, no. I take that back. I'm pretty sure it was Scotland. Scotland must have, must have won the first uh, the first one out of the two. But anyway, this was really a tough game. Scotland could not afford to lose this match because a loss would have resulted in a failure to qualify. Now, fortunately, a draw was sufficient. Okay. Now, Scotland trailed most of the game 1-0 until they would equalize on a penalty with less than 10 minutes to go in regulation. The game would end in a draw. Scotland advanced the playoff where they would defeat Australia to qualify for the World Cup. Now, this is where things really get fun. This is really, this really stunned me. This really gave me chills as I was writing this article. 
Before the finish, Stein collapsed after suffering what, a, what was a heart attack, and he died shortly after the game. Now, because Stein was Ferguson's mentor, Ferguson agreed to take over as the manager, okay? As the, and he would and he managed and he did coach the team against Australia to book their ticket to the '86 World Cup. Now, unfortunately, Scotland's run in the World Cup did not go so well. Finished bottom of the group, only one point, and Ferguson immediately stepped down as the as the manager. This is where I asked myself, what if, what if Sir Alex Ferguson? did not step down as the manager of the Scottish national soccer team. That has me thinking, perhaps if Scotland did in fact, let's say it was the opposite, Scotland wins the group somehow, or at least does well enough to advance to the group stage, and Scotland is able to make it as far as the quarterfinals. Maybe then Sir Alex would have stayed, or maybe he still would have stepped down. The bottom line is, folks, this whole... Thing I'm talking about is what if Sir Alex Ferguson had stayed in charge of Scotland? Now, folks, we all know in the history of sports there are so many what ifs. There's the what if the Portland Trailblazers, excuse me, the Portland Trailblazers had drafted Michael Jordan. What if Babe Ruth had never been sold to the New York Yankees? List goes on, y'all. It's just amazing. I mean, as far as Sir Alex Ferguson, there's actually already there's already a, a, a huge famous what if. Y'all remember prior to the 2001-2002 season, Sir Alex Ferguson announced that he intended to retire once the season's over. Fortunately, he reversed his decision and decided to stay for what would be another 10 years or so. There's another what if right there, ladies and gentlemen. What if Sir Alex Ferguson had not changed his mind? What if he decided to actually keep his word and retire once the season's over? Lord knows what would have happened. I, c- I couldn't tell you exactly what would have happened because these are all theories. It's just a bunch of theories. Anything could have happened. Maybe Manchester United still would have been great. Maybe they wouldn't. I mean, personally, I didn't think Manchester United would be able to recover because even today, Manchester United is struggling because in my heart, I really believe that ever since Sir Alex Ferguson retired in 2013... Manchester United has not been the same. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I mean, Steve and I have talked about it in, the, in all the other episodes before. I don't know. I mean, they're not good. They're not focused. I don't know. There's a lot of things going on. I just can't put my finger on it. All I do is just throw in a bunch of possible and realistic theories, okay? So the problem is, no one knows for sure even if Scotland had had a successful run, that doesn't guarantee anything because there's been managers who've had a successful run, but they end up resigning or leaving and leaving the position at the end of the tournament. Like in 2006, after Italy won its fourth World Cup title, manager Marcelo Lippi resigned from the position. That's the point right there, ladies and gentlemen. Now, do I believe that Sir Alex Alex Ferguson could have done well for Scotland had he stayed? Well, I've always had faith in the guy. I didn't obviously, you know, this was way this was before I was born, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I'm sure some of y'all probably feel old, but you know, this his tenure with in, with the uh, Scottish national team. This is like eight years before I was born. I mean, this is when Steve was a, Steve was a little bit younger than me. And sorry, Steve, if I'm making you feel old, buddy. Don't mean to, but just being a little historic here. But you know, 
in my article, I explained that there's so many theories that can go around, you know. But the bottom line is, it's merely just a theory. It's basically an opinion out as realistic as it can be. It's just a simple theory, okay? Now, I'm sure, obviously, I'm pretty sure he would have been fine. Sure, I mean, why not? But you, you just never know. Now, some might say, now, here's really the standard uh, thing I'm going to say. Could it be that had he stayed in with Scotland, that his tenure at Manchester United never would have taken place? Well, maybe yes, maybe no. He still probably could have gone to Manchester United maybe a, a few years late, but you never know because it did not happen. See, all, these are all theories be, because it never happened. We tend to imagine the opposite. What if it did happen? But since it didn't, we, ladies and gentlemen, will never, ever know. I'm sure Sir Alex Ferguson himself would say that he's unsure what would have happened had he stayed with Scotland and never gone to Old Trafford. These theories really have all of our minds spinning. Our heads are spinning, okay? Now, as now as I was doing research, okay, now Ferguson was appointed in November of 1986. And I was researching that prior to his appointing as the manager of Manchester United, Ferguson turned down offers from Tottenham and Arsenal, as well as Rangers FC, which is in Scotland. That, ladies and gentlemen, more what-ifs. What if he had gone to Tottenham? What if he had gone to Arsenal? And here's another what-if as far as Arsenal goes. Had Sir Alex Ferguson gone to Arsenal, could, could it be that Arsene Wenger had never been appointed as the manager? If that had happened, could Thierry Henry's historic Premier League career never happen? You see, folks, when there's one what-if, when you imagine it, you dig deep, more and more and more what-if scenarios pop into your head. That is very unique because these are just so interesting. You just think to yourself, what if this happened instead of that? And I'm going to take it up a notch. I was doing research, and I kid you not, ladies and gentlemen. I know a lot of you probably don't even know this. And I swear, this is no joke. This is based on pure research that I've done. I take my sports rank seriously. I am a serious researcher. Liverpool, he was reportedly linked with Liverpool. Now imagine that. What if he went to Liverpool? <laughs> maybe, oh, well, you know what? A friend of mine would say, had he gone to Liverpool, maybe Eric Cantona would have picked Liverpool instead of Manchester United. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, another what if. What if it happened? But guess what? It never happened. We don't know. We will never no. Wow. <laughs> you see, <clears throat> the problem is, as interesting as all these subjects are, the fact that we run into dead end after dead end after dead end, well, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, that's what makes it so interesting. Okay. Now, a lot of people would say, if he stayed with Scotland, he would have been successful because of all the great success he had before. Now, let's keep in mind, folks, for a lot of coaches, a spell as the manager of a national soccer team, it does not always go well, especially if they have success in like in a club, that success is not always going to go to the, to the, front, to the national team. Now, 
Didier Deschamps, for example, I'm you know the success he had for Olympique de Marseille. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how successful he was uh, during that time. That's something we'll have to ask Steve, and I'm sure that we we can talk about that next week when Steve comes back on. You know, Didier Deschamps. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. Before he was the manager of the French national team, he was the manager of Olympique de Marseille. Now, when he went to Marseille, honestly. I figured this guy should be the man for the job because Didier Deschamps won the World Cup as a captain, so that that tells me well he knows what it takes to win. I mean now now that he's a manager, not a player, still he's got he had that mentality. He knows how to do it. Now, unfortunately, you, you know, for all my for all my Scottish uh, supporters, you know, I love you guys. I really appreciate y'all support. You know, it could be exaggerated or not or argued that. If Sir Alex stayed, then maybe Scotland would have, you know, qualified for more World Cups or... Well, look, we don't know that, okay? And on it, and, and the, the fact that, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, it really does hurt me that Scotland has not qualified for World Cup since 1998. I mean, it hurts me because, you know, I love Scotland. I really want to visit the country. You know, such a great culture. You know, I've seen pictures. It's just, it's just an absolute beautiful country, okay? But as far as the Scottish national team goes, I'm sure Ferguson would have done great. But like I've said so many times already, it's just a simple. It's just a theory. We don't know for sure because it never happened, and there's really nothing else left to say. But as I'm closing this out, the truth is, folks. I mean, what gave me chills is the fact is I could not imagine. How things would have turned out if Sir Alex Ferguson had never, ever gone to Manchester United. I mean, take a moment, folks. Imagine it. Picture this in your head. The appointing of Sir Alex Ferguson never takes place. <laughs> well, for those of you who, who can who, who can get pretty far with that thinking, well... It really brings up a bad feeling in your head, doesn't it? But you know what? Since it didn't happen, there's really nothing to worry about. Because the Manchester United spell did happen. But as far as him staying as the permanent manager of Scotland, that never happened. So ladies and gentlemen, we officially do not go... No, excuse me. We do not know how it could have turned out. I want to thank everybody for joining me tonight. Once again, I apologize that my good friend and mentor Steve could not be here here tonight. Steve, hope everything's okay, buddy. I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. I look forward to having you back on the show, and I'm sure everybody else is. Again, I apologize, but really, I can't I can't recap anything without Steve because Steve's intelligence, Steve's charisma, his unique knowledge of the sport. Without him. It's not going to be authentic. It's not going to be interesting, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that you guys agree with that. That being said, I want to thank everybody. Y'all have a good night, and I'll see y'all next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.